Today I'm going to be talking about how I learned to get in touch with my own truth and my own voice. The way we grow up and the things we hear really impact the way we do things and the way we think. And a lot of times it can cause us to lose touch with our own voice and our own opinions and beliefs if we never learn to trust and hear them. So for me, I really wanted love and acceptance. So I became a big people pleaser and I adapted to what people around me wanted. The problem with this is that for me, it caused a lot of anxiety because my own voice, although I was ignoring it and shoving it down and learned to listen to everyone else's instead, was still there talking and waiting to be found like all of our own voices are. We all have our own voice that we're born, born with that talks to us. But when we're living life opposite of who we are and we get in the habit of ignoring our own voice, we aren't aligned with our own truth. So it creates this feeling of just being off and feeling wrong and which creates anxiety and a lack of peace. For me, it really did. So there's two voices that I'm going to be talking about in this episode and how I learned to recover them. One is the voice of what are my own beliefs and opinions. And the second is my kind, loving voice instead of critical voices that belong to other people. I find that many times when other people are in pain or were mistreated in their life, they start to use that critical voice onto us. And that can become our own inner voice. And that is not an authentic, kind, loving voice. It's the voice of pain and hurt and not a voice that feels good to listen to. So that as well can cause a lot of anxiety. Once I started listening to myself and getting to know myself, it was so interesting because one of the biggest things that I learned about myself that I had been so not aligned with my whole life was living as a forced extrovert. That's what I call it. Um, I grew up in a really big family, always around people, a lot of things going on, and I never had practiced or took the time to pay attention to my needs and what I wanted and who I was as a person. And so it was just interesting and surprising for me as I started to practice sitting with myself and getting to know myself and my own voice that I actually am much more introverted and enjoy a lot of alone time and like having time to process and be with myself. So that was just a really surprising thing that I came to find out and helped me understand why I had so much anxiety living opposite of who I actually was. And so this is just an example of how I lived opposite of who I was because I wasn't even aware of what my needs were, of what my voice was telling me. So how did I learn to get in touch with my own voice? And how did I learn to recognize what was the critical voice and what was other people's opinions and find my own? By getting quiet, by starting to slow down and really creating space and time to get to know myself, kind of like learning to date myself. And when you're dating somebody, you find out who they are, what they like, what they think, what they feel, and it takes time to get to know them. And it's a process. That's the process that I had to go through with myself. Look at myself as somebody that I don't know and take the time to get to know myself. There are two methods that and tools that really helped me to hear my own voice. One of them was journaling and writing down other people's voices and the lies, like I call it, 
and my own voice and my truth. And also to write down if there were any critical voices, what was the critical voice and the lie? And then what is the loving voice and my truth? And so, for example, I'll just give you a couple of examples of how I learned to do this. I grew up with a belief that my house needs to be spotless at all times. And otherwise, I just felt like I couldn't be okay. And it was important that at all times a house be perfectly clean. And so an example of trying to figure out what my voice is in that situation would be writing down other people's voices are, your house has to be clean always. The critical voice would be, you're not worthy if not. Whereas my voice is, I want my house to be calm and it's important for me to put spending time with my kids and with myself first and then clean whenever we get around to it as opposed to making it stressful and having to be perfect. It's okay to be imperfect and for my house to not be perfectly neat at all times. And then the critical voice of you're not worthy, that's the lie. And what's the truth? The truth is that my worth has nothing to do with the cleanliness of my house. Love and compassion and connection comes first for me. And so once I know what my truth is, I could work on growing my truth because I really can't control and get rid of the negative voices and the critical voices. They're there. They were put inside of me and they're there. And unfortunately, I cannot, I don't know how to get rid of them. But what I could do is grow my own voice so that it gets stronger and louder and the love gets louder. I was on the beach the other day and I saw such a beautiful scene. There were a bunch of clouds and the sun was shining so bright through the clouds that I didn't even notice the clouds. I just noticed the sun and thought, wow, so beautiful and amazing and shining bright. And it reminded me of this, that I work on making my own voice and the love inside so loud that yes, there are going to be clouds. Yes, there are going to be hard things in life and other people's opinions and traumas or old beliefs that come through and things that are triggering. But I can grow my truth so that the sun is so bright and the light feels so good that that's what I hear louder. And as I start to practice this, I do find that my truth gets louder and my peace gets stronger. And that is something that feels really good to know that I don't have to work on getting rid of things I can't control. That feels too overwhelming but I can grow my own truth. Another example of separating my lies from the truths was on weekends when my whole family would get together. In my family, it was very important that the table was very serious. And so when I had kids and we were sitting around the table, I would start to get stressed if people weren't serious because that's just something that I was brought up with believing. And when I started to pay attention to my voice and what I thought, I realized that it was other people's truth that you need to be serious at the table. Mine was, it's okay to be relaxed. It's okay to relax and have fun and be silly and make jokes. And so I realized that I was just acting that way and demanding that from my kids just because someone else said that, but that wasn't aligned with my own beliefs. And also the critical voice and lie was that in order for me to be a good mother or to teach my kids manners, that's how I had to be, you know, very serious and making sure that we're all quiet. But the truth is that I believe in being free and having fun and I'm okay with that. 
everybody has a different truth and different beliefs about what they want for themselves and what they believe. And it's the first way that I get in touch with hearing my own truth, journaling the lies from the truths, the critical voices from the kind voices. And the second way I learned to get in touch with my truth is getting still, breathing, listening to meditation music sometimes, and trying to just let go of the thoughts in my head, let go of all the noise and the busyness, and take the time to pay attention and hear what my voice inside is saying. We all have a voice inside of us that's talking. But when we're so busy and distracted, it's really hard to hear it. And I found that when I got really quiet and just sat with myself, closed my eyes, and like I said, breathed, meditation music helped me as well, I started to be able to hear my own voice and my own beliefs and what rang true for me. And the reason why, how I was able to tell what my own voice was, because my own voice felt like peace and confidence. And it's not something I had to question. When I got in touch with it, it was without a doubt what I wanted. Other people's voices and critical voices felt like anxiety to me, uncertainty, didn't feel right, I didn't feel at peace with it. So that was really how I knew the difference. And at first, when I started learning to listen to my own voice, it was really difficult and I had to do a lot of trial and error. And the way that I started to know that something was off and maybe there were critical voices in my head talking was the way that I felt. If my body started to feel uncomfortable or anxious and I didn't feel at peace, and still now, a lot of times I don't, I have to pay attention to what are the thoughts in my head. And many times there are critical thoughts in my head that are saying mean things or people pleasing. I think that I have to do this because the other person said. And so it's time for me to get in touch with my own truth and what do I think. And so that's really a sign to know that this is something I have to do by how do I feel. And so just an example of how I had to learn this through trial and error, I used to wake up every morning and no matter how I felt, go work out, just go to the gym. Didn't matter if I was tired, exhausted, feeling well, not feeling well. That's just what I thought that you have to do, push through. A lot of people say, just push through, doesn't matter how you feel. And so one time I was walking into the gym and I started to notice that I just had anxiety and I didn't feel good. And so I paid attention to what I was feeling. And I recognized that I was having critical voices in my head saying, you have to work out no matter what, even though you're tired, because otherwise you're going to blow up and, you know, doesn't matter that you're not feeling so well. And also other people's beliefs that I had heard at the gym with trainers, you know, who cares how you feel? Just do it anyway. Doesn't matter. And I had to stop and think, what do I believe here? What's my truth? And my truth was that I actually don't believe in that. I believe in listening to my body, in resting when I'm tired, in taking care of myself, and not pushing through no matter what, but honoring how I feel. And not working out to punish myself, but working out to celebrate my body and move because it feels good, not because I have to. So I turned around and I went home, and I did not work out that day. And I remember in the beginning when I started honoring myself, it was really uncomfortable because changing the way that I started to live my life from people-pleasing to choosing me was very different and new. And a lot of times when I change my behaviors, it feels very uncomfortable. And I had to recognize that, of course, it feels uncomfortable because letting go of people-pleasing and chasing what other people want for acceptance and love was hard. And again, I had to really build my truth around that. And my truth was, it's so brave to choose you even if people don't like it. It's so 
brave to do what works for you, even if people don't understand and even if people might judge you. And that's something that I had to work on and still have to work on constantly to build that positive, loving, supportive voice and let go of the critical one that tells me that I'm not safe and people are going to judge me and I'm not okay or worthy if people do that. With saying that choosing you and living an authentic life, learning to listen to your own voice, taking the time to really pay attention to it. What is my own voice? What are my needs? And starting to honor them and pay attention to them. Starting to treat yourself with kindness and love and respect. Letting go of other people's unhealthiness and their critical voices and the way they treated themselves that they put onto us. And starting to rediscover and relearn who we are inside. That voice that was lost. That voice that we never learned how to listen to. Creates so much peace and positivity and a much better, happier, easier, more loving, kind, happy life. I have seen such a shift and such a difference in my life since once I started getting in touch with my own truth. And now that I take the time to really listen and learn and get to know who I am and what I think and let go of living my life based on what other people think and their values and how they see the world. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode and you can find me on Instagram at live love inner peace. Oh.